Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA high school soccer championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wrapping up hour number two here on Herd Out Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. Hey, that's me. That is you. It's a Friday. Feel good Friday. It's a football Friday. Football feel good Friday. Oh, we man, are. What other, what other F word can we add in? Uh, let's be careful. We are on air here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we're on air. Freaky. On, on, freaky, fun. Football feel Friday, good Friday, feel good, and uh, we are on AM 590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities. Joining us now, because it's not just a football Friday. It's, it's a, a fantastic Friday. Oh, it's, it's a fantastic volleyball Friday as sure well. Sure is. Because a much bigger game than the football game, if we're being honest. A mm-hmm. much bigger match, excuse me, than oh, the football you game. Don't, you're not dead if we're being honest. It, <laughs> yeah. it just is. No, it's just the facts of the matter is Nebraska and Wisconsin coming up tomorrow to talk about that with us is our friend Jacob Padilla, uh, our Herd at Sports team at. Jacob, what's going on, man? Good morning, guys. What yeah, up, JP? I don't know why we're talking about football. It's, it's definitely a volleyball weekend. <laughs> it for sure is. So, obviously, Nebraska and Wisconsin facing off tomorrow night. Uh, that is a huge matchup. Uh, undefeated, number one and two teams in the country. Uh, this is the one we've kind of been waiting for all year, right, Jacob? Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, as soon as both teams really kind of merge as, yeah, they're, they're as good as we thought they might be and perhaps even better. Um, and they're the only two undefeated uh, teams in, in the, uh, the high major conferences left. Citadel um, might, uh, might still be unbeaten as well, um, but they're obviously on a little different level than the Big Ten. So it's one versus two, which, who are clearly the uh the two best teams in the country through however many weeks we're in now uh and now uh they'll get a face off here uh jacob you know wisconsin's kind of had nebraska's number here as of late in your mind has there been a 
has there been an actual gap between Wisconsin and Nebraska? I know Wisconsin's been really good. Nebraska's been chasing a little bit. Um, but is there what, has there actually been a gap there, or is it just kind of the way things have gone lately that Wisconsin ended up on top? Yeah, there was um, with that, that class that Wisconsin mm-hmm. had um, with Sidney Hilly and Dana Retke in, um, in particular. Um, but Wisconsin was just a more complete team than Nebraska at that point. Obviously, they, they had a lot of size, a lot of athleticism defensively, but offensively, they, they just were on another level than Nebraska. Last year, um, I think it was a little different like with, with those players moving on, but bringing in one um i don't know that the gap was quite as big but the, it was still there clearly and I, I think there was probably some some of that kind of hanging over the team of like we just can't beat these guys um and now i don't know i mean they, they look neck and neck with the, the way i mean you look at the the conference standing in terms of statistics and it's basically one and two uh, in some order for all the important stats and I mean, you look at uh, Nebraska is the best defensive team, mm-hmm. and they're the second-best offensive team in the Big Ten. Uh, Wisconsin is the best offensive team, and they're mm-hmm. the second-best defensive <laughs> team. Uh, and, I mean, you look at the difference in, in hitting uh, percentage, it's, um, it's almost identical um, in uh, hitting and then hitting allowed. So offense versus defense, it's almost they're, they're neck and neck for how much better they are than, the, than their opponents so far this season. So. Um, I think that that gap is isn't what it has been in recent years, and it's also interesting kind of listening to uh, the players and coaches and kind of the 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 kind of tactics they're taking approaching this. Um, John Cook, uh, his message was, "Hey, you guys, is just another match. You guys have already played in the biggest match uh, uh, in volleyball history." Basically, he's referring to the uh, the stadium match and kind of everything that went into that, even outside just preparing for uh, the match itself. Um, so that's kind of his message is like, hey, you guys have already prepared for the most mentally challenging thing that you guys have dealt with this year. Uh, now it's time to just go out and play volleyball against a good team. Um, I think Mary Beeson's the only one on the team that's actually beat Wisconsin. She, uh, mm. she was w- with Florida last year when they went and beat uh, Wisconsin the Cole Center when uh, Wisconsin decided, all right, we're going to one-up Nebraska's uh, <laughs> attendance record, which sparked uh, the <laughs> Sparked the, uh, the the stadium match that we just talked about, uh, and uh, Sporta went in there and beat them there. And Merritt said, kind of their uh, the, what worked for Florida last year was just kind of going in like uh, the, the underdog mindset, like, hey, these guys are really really good. Like we were going to have to go all out and give everything we could possibly have here in order to win this match. And such so they're they're kind of trying to do the same thing here. It's like. <laughs> This is the one chance that they'll have this year, uh, uh, at least at this point, to be that underdog. Wisconsin's <laughs> won there, too. So can't really pull that card against anybody else. So um, they're kind of pulling it now. And, um, and Lexi Rodriguez also said, like, in the past, like, kind of the, the history is, has weighed on them a little bit. Like, oh, this Wisconsin's big rivalry. They haven't beat us for a while. They're trying to not think about this. And it's a little easier with half the team being brand new that that history isn't really kind of creeping into their minds that, that like, hey, we just can't beat these guys type of thing. It's like, hey, we're just going in here. We're not really thinking about it outside of, all right, this is a really good team and we've got to prepare for them. So um, they're kind of keeping that, uh, all the history out of their minds as they're going into it. 
JP, going into a match like this, would you rather be the team with the number one defense or the number one offense? Well, like I said, the thing is that it's so close that um, I, I don't know. That doesn't even uh, matter? Yeah, at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. In the past, like uh, Nebraska's defense was so good, but their offense just wasn't where it needed to be um, in order for that to really matter. I mean, we saw that in the, the, the title match a couple of years ago where, uh, I mean, they, they took them down the wire. The thing went five, but in the end, uh, Nebraska just couldn't couldn't keep pace with, with Wisconsin down the stretch of that. that, that, that. Um, now uh, I think they've got the offense. The thing about this Nebraska team is, They've been able to win with their offense and their defense this year. That's what has, I think, fans so excited about this team is um, they, they can beat you either way. It doesn't have to be like, all right, we're going to have to hold you to 100 hitting if we, if we want a chance to win this thing. Like They can go out and hit 400. Uh, they can go out and hold you to zero. It, it doesn't matter either way. They're, they're, they're that good on uh, in both phases of the game. Um, it's just Wisconsin's got so many <laughs> elite hitters. they got mm-hmm. some incredible size. Um, kind of the one, the one question mark, unfortunately, is health for Nebraska. It looked like last week that, oh, Wisconsin might be a little shorthanded going into this, missing a couple of key rotation players there. Um, but they both played on Wednesday, and Lindsey Krause did not for mm-hmm. Nebraska. So that's, that's a big blow with the way that she's been playing recently. We're talking with Jacob Padilla of Herd uh, at Sports. He covers Nebraska volleyball, covers a little bit of Creighton basketball as well, and we'll focus more on that once uh, once Nebraska volleyball season's over. But, Jacob, obviously a lot of emphasis gets put on this match with Wisconsin. Obviously they play them twice uh, tomorrow in Lincoln, and then they go to Madison later on in uh, at the end of the month. But at the end of the day, I guess, how do you – do you worry at all about them putting too much emphasis on this one match when, you know, they could split with Wisconsin this year, or let's say even they lose both to Wisconsin this year, they're probably going to still end up with an incredible record. They're going to end up where they want to be uh, most likely in terms of the NCAA tournament uh, seating and things like that. Like, I guess, it, it, how much does this match matter in the bigger picture of Nebraska season? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, like <laughs> – it probably means as much or more to the fans just in terms of exercising those demons. Mm-hmm. Than, sure. Uh, and I'm sure like some players, uh, if they win, they'll be able to let out a big sigh of relief, the ones that have been here the longest and have been part of that. But like I said, it, it seems like kind of the message from the top down is like, hey, um, they're trying not to put that much into it uh, outside of what it's going to take to beat a really good team. Um, they're trying to put that stuff aside, uh, kind of all the, the extra hanging around the, the matchup. And so I don't think so. I think ultimately, no matter what happens in this uh, the match, it'll be a valuable teaching tool for Coach Cook and that staff. Uh, I mean, at some point, uh, chances of them going undefeated wire to wire, um, that's incredibly difficult to do. At some point, you're probably going to suffer a loss and um, from that, they'll have a, uh, something else to, to, to go teach a team. They've been doing a lot of, yeah, we didn't play our best, but we, we won anyway, um, and teaching from that, which is honestly, it's the best way to, to be able to teach is like, yeah, hey, you guys, uh, you guys messed some stuff up here, but you're good enough to still win. So let's, let's work on this stuff here and just wipe the floor with the next opponent. Um, so it, no matter what happens here, they'll have something to, to learn from, and 
the I think the timing of it is great. Like right at the midpoint, this is the final mm-hmm. final match of the first half of the Big Ten, so there's still a lot left to play, no matter what happens in this one. And I think the players know that. Jacob, real quick, about 30 seconds here before we let you go. Uh, Creighton was ranked number eight in the preseason AP poll. How did you feel? Was that about right in terms of what you thought they'd be? I think so. Um, I think with what they bring back um, and kind of the, the way that Stephen Ashworth fits in, uh, I, I think that, that's a good spot for them. They've got the chance to, to be even better than that, but I think you have to see um, kind of how that fourth spot plays out, how Ashworth adjusts the big team and kind of what the, the, the depth looks like in terms of, all right, this is a top five team, a, a final four contender. Um, but, yeah, I think that top ten is a, a, is a very uh, a solid place for them to start, and, and now they can go out and prove it. You heard it here first. Jacob Padilla says, great national title or bust. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's Jacob <laughs> Padilla from Herd at Sports. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, thanks, Ed. Thanks, JP.